Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast that talks about the mysterious world of divorce and uncoupling and living happily ever after heartbreak. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I am a writer and an award-winning blogger. I am also the founder of the Divorce Retreat Heartache Hall, which you can find at heartachehall.com. It would make my day if you could subscribe and leave a review so more people can find this podcast. I would also love to hear from you. So contact me through Instagram at H. Harvey writes with your stories of divorce and heartbreak, any thoughts you might have on the episode or even questions you might want answering. And as always, you can find all the details from the episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we explore all things divorce and heartache but leave with hope. I am your host, Hannah Harvey, and today we are talking about when should you leave. You may have listened to last week's episode out of interest because you're still in your relationship and you want to know what you should do next if you were to leave, but perhaps you're fantasizing about leaving, but you don't know when is the right time. So when should you leave? But dude, I do not know. (laughs) It's a discussion I had myself for years and one I've had since the breakdown of my relationship with dear friends and there is no easy answer. I am not a man hater and if I could have avoided divorce, I would have. So if you've come to me and you say, should I leave? It's unlikely I'll say a resounding yes Because A, I'm not in your marriage and B, I know it's incredibly complex and the options, either staying or going, can both be shit ones. I've been thinking about it and looking at the signs you should leave and I'll share what I came up with but then later I want to tell you exactly what I was doing the month before we finally decided to end our relationship. So stick around for that. So having a little brainstorm the other day, these were the signs I came up with that might suggest you should end your relationship. But please bear in mind, I am not a therapist or a relationship guru or anything like that. I'm just a woman who's been through divorce and with some ideas that I wanted to share. One, you haven't been intimate for a long time. Two, Your partner has cheated on you or vice versa and you just can't get over it. Three, you have hopes and dreams that have been pushed to the bottom of the pile and aren't possible with this partner. Four, you love your partner to the point of neglecting your own needs. Five, you're stuck in fear and having panic attacks. Six, you have lots of secrets within your relationship that you are scared to talk about to others. Seven, you feel trapped emotionally or financially. Eight, you are scared of your partner and how they will react if you leave. Nine, you have tried everything. Therapy, reaching out to family for support, dates and trying to reconnect, all the stuff. Ten, you don't love them anymore. Eleven, 
you don't know who you are, you are feeling numb, you feel unlovable, and like the best thing about you is your partner. 12, your partner is neglecting you and not willing to try. So that was a bit of a brainstorm that I had. And I am certain there are loads of other signs. And I'm also certain that you don't need to have all of them to feel as though your relationship is over. I also think this is just way too simplistic. When you see it written out like that or having me read it out to you, it's impossible to come up with signs that a relationship is over because every relationship is different. So I've been reading Courage is Calling by Ryan Holiday and in one chapter, which is aptly named To Get Up and Leave, he says this. Sometimes it's the courage to quit a job that's become a dead end. Sometimes it's calling it on a project that we've sunk our whole life and life savings into. Sometimes it's deciding to divorce after many unhappy years together. We did our best, we struggled, we fought bravely, intensely. It didn't work. Some people use the fact that things are bad as an excuse. Some people use their surroundings as a reason to despair. Some people think a lack of opportunity is a problem that resolves itself. Other people get up and do something about it. Which one are you? Ouch, right? That seems a bit harsh, but I suppose he's got a point. And this is where you can ask yourself, have I done my best? Have I tried everything to save my marriage? Or is it now a dead end and do I have to do something about it? If you're not sure, I'll tell you what I did the month before I left that I think changed everything. I'll tell you all about it after this break. I just wanted to tell you quickly about my divorce retreat, Heartache Hall, because tickets are now on sale and I'm really excited about it. So divorce is shit, right? You wanna hide in a cave and I don't think it's just me who feels like that. But you also have loads of practical stuff to sort out, some of which you might have zero experience in. Legal and financial management springs to mind. To survive my divorce, I threw everything at it. I spent a lot of money on different things and learned a lot of lessons the hard way. Now, I know there are many retreats out there, wonderful retreats that get to the heart of your pain but it was also the practical stuff that I struggled with, particularly around money. Heartache Hall is basically the retreat that I needed, that I didn't even realize I needed. And in my opinion, it's the perfect combination of emotional and practical support. It will save you so much time and heartache and even money because you'll leave with a really clear plan. And the really priceless thing for me is that you'll find your tribe. A group of women who are going through the same things you are and together you can support each other as you navigate your divorce. At the retreat you'll learn how to manage your emotions. You will have tackled your blocks around planning your future and have learned some critical mindset adjustments that give you permission to create the life of your dreams, to connect to hope and to prioritize joy. So if you visit Heartache Hall, you can get loads more info. That's heartachehall.com. You can book your tickets there and you can even organize a call with me to see if you think the retreat is a good fit for you. 
Um, also, feel free to message me through the chat. Okay, so we've been talking about when should you leave? And I am going to tell you what I was doing the months before I left, which I thought changed everything, okay? So it's June 2020, we're still in lockdown, and I was in despair. Uh, it felt like everything was falling apart and everyone was miserable. And I had been listening to The Secret, I'd forgotten all about it. Um, and basically, I'm sure you know about it, but The Secret is a movie uh, and a book all about manifesting. So making your dreams come true. Um, and I was, it was at that point when we were allowed to go and sit in someone's garden and I was literally traveling around with a gazebo in my bag in case it was chucking it down. So I went to my friend's house, I was really miserable. And I told them all about it. And then on the way back, I listened to The Secret again, the book, and I decided I had to do something, so I gave it a go. So the point of manifesting is you focus on what you want and not what you don't want. So for example, like this is a really superficial, silly one, but whatever. Um, I am happy and grateful that I'm a size 10. So it's about losing weight. You have to then visualize yourself already having this thing and believe it with complete and utter faith that it's already yours. So I set my alarm really early the next morning. I got up and did some meditating for 10 minutes and then I worked on this manifesting, which for me was writing. So I would write down everything I wanted as if it had already happened. Now, this was helpful for me for, from two perspectives. One, it showed me what I really wanted and two, I believe it brought about the end of my relationship because I couldn't have, do or achieve what I wanted while we were together in this situation. That sounds really harsh now I've said it out loud, but unfortunately, I think it's a sad truth. We didn't work together anymore and it was holding us both back from achieving our dreams. So my point is, if you're in that limbo place, maybe give this a try. Even if you're not into woo-woo stuff at all and you're worried about what people think, it's worth a shot, isn't it? You don't have to go on a podcast and tell anybody that you're doing it. <laughs> That's my thing. You can just give it a go, see what comes up for you. Um, and I would say consistently do it every day for a month because at worst it will show you what you really, really want and give you something to work on with your partner. And at best, it'll bring about what you really want. And in some cases, that might be the very thing you need to make a decision and move on. So that's it. See what you think, have a go. I'd love to hear what you think about this one. I'd also love to hear what the signs were for you that you needed to leave. So I hope you have a great week. Um, I will see you next week for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. Don't forget to review and subscribe. And if you have a friend who might enjoy this, please do recommend they listen too. You can get in touch with me through hharveywrites on Instagram or via my website, hannahharvey.uk. And like I said, I'd love to hear what you think. See you next week.